What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. How you doing, everybody? I'm Ken Bikoff, and welcome to the Peaks Podcast. Boy, the last time I came to you was uh, a couple weeks ago now. And it was right after Indiana uh, knocked off Minnesota in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, There was a lot of uncertainty whether the Big Ten tournament was going to be played or not. Uh, I couldn't imagine what things were going to be like two weeks, uh, uh, you know, from from that day. And I got to tell you, every day seems like it's something new. Uh, Since then, obviously, you all have lived through all of this. You know all the sports are closed. The NCAA tournament was canceled, not postponed, canceled. Um, You have the Big Ten tournament canceled. Everything that is going to be going on is canceled. And you have uh, uh, baseball opening day uh, postponed as well. Just been such a such a weird time for everybody, and I hope all all the listeners are doing as well as they can through all of this. I think it has been remarkable, uh, just kind of the way people uh, have shown great flexibility in in different situations. Uh, uh, one thing I noticed through my just being out and about over the past several days especially as, as people were, were pushed to work from home if they could, uh, try to stay home as much as possible. One thing that I somehow find encouraging, uh, especially on Wednesday, the weather was nice in the Bloomington area, and just my wife and my, my two sons, uh, we went for a walk uh, along uh, uh, during the day. I went for a run at one point during the day, and just the number of people that were just outside, that were outside with their kids, that were outside just trying to do something, anything to just get outside of the walls of their house. Uh, it, it was interesting to me because it, it's it's such a uh, nice thing to see is everybody out, everybody doing things, everybody just just trying to get on with their lives as, as easily as they can or as, as best as they can right now. Uh, certainly from there, I, I'm, I tried to look for silver linings in things. Uh, Certainly the fact that people are maybe getting a little bit of a pause from the rat race of life to where you're going to practices or going to this or going to that or or just getting ground down. Maybe it'll help people recharge some batteries. I I, I don't know. But uh, this whole situation uh, with everything going on, uh, 
you try to look for some kind of positive out of it. And that's that's one of them that I could maybe see is it's, it's just going to give everybody a chance to recharge their batteries a little bit. Yeah, there's a lot of hardship. I don't want to uh, uh, to overlook that. Like I said, I'm just looking for something positive. It, it is just still unbelievable to me that uh, this is what we're dealing with that there are no sports. We're not talking about IU baseball. We're not talking about the NCAA tournament. Uh, We're not talking about all of those things. In the grand scheme of things, and this is something that I learned a good 10 years ago when my wife and I lost a baby, is that sports are important, but they're not the end-all, be-all. And that is something that is, that has certainly helped me with all all, all this uh, going on in the past uh, few days. There are lives on the line, and there are people that are dying because of coronavirus and uh, and, and you know COVID nineteen and, uh, and and all of that. And that means sports are pretty irrelevant. They're 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 pretty irrelevant. Uh, important, nice escape. I'm not saying that it isn't a reason for people to to get excited and get engaged. Uh, and I, I and yet. It, it does really just show through that, you know, life goes on with without it. Uh, at the very least, uh, Indiana won its last game of the season. And so there's that. I and mean, the season at least ended on a little bit of a high note. Uh, wanted to talk about the seniors get moving to sports, I guess. Otherwise, I'm just rambling. Uh, moving to sports and Indiana sports in particular. Devontae Green and Deron Davis. uh Moving into, uh, you know, losing their eligibility. I think it is uh, an interesting situation here because it's a shame. It's it's a real shame. Look, uh, Duran did not have the career at IU that he was hoping for. He'll be the first one to tell you that. Devontae Green was up and down his entire career. I've certainly been hard on Devontae just because he's a kid that had plenty of skills. It was more, I felt, the mental part of the game that, uh, that, is where he needed to to be. I will say this for both of them. There's no question both of them loved being Indiana Hoosiers and loved playing for their teammates and playing for their their team. It's a shame that they didn't get an opportunity to at least play in the NCAA tournament, which is where I think Indiana was headed. Uh, It's just a real shame that, that things ended the way that they have. Uh, both of those guys put their hearts and souls into the basketball program over the years. Yeah, there was some fun moments. Yeah, there were some frustrations along the way. But there's no question that they were two guys who, who gave their all and, and really, really put everything they had into it. And it's always a shame when a player isn't able to finish uh, a season leaving it all on the court. That could happen if somebody is loses their season to an injury. That could happen, uh, you know, for for multiple reasons. This one is certainly unique, and it's not cer- It's certainly, obviously, not unique to uh, Duran and uh, Devante uh, for any se- senior in college basketball. Anybody who's leaving early for the NBA draft, they didn't get that opportunity that they expected. Uh, it's a shame. And uh, I do like the idea of the NCAA giving spring uh, players an opportunity to uh, get back that senior year of eligibility. I am not down with winter players getting back their their years of their year of eligibility, especially when it comes to to basketball and sports in which most of the season was done, if not all of the season. Uh, you know, look, there there were teams that had uh, played in their uh, their conference tournament 
had lost weren't going to the NCAA tournament. So providing extra eligibility for those guys doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, the logistics of it all went beyond just, hey, where are we going to have a roster spot? Because you're talking about guys who you might have fifth-year guys who now they have to take graduate uh, program uh, graduate classes. Same thing with guys that uh, are playing in uh, uh, that would have been at the end of their senior year for basketball. It's not just like, oh, well, they could go play basketball. There's a school element to all of this that I know a lot of people overlook, uh, shouldn't. But, you know, it, it is a uh, uh, that's a reality of it. So there are school aspects to it. There's the cost of the scholarships. There's everything that goes along with it. Uh, spring players getting their year of eligibility back, the seniors, especially because they uh, of if their seasons hadn't gotten that far along. I'm all for that. Unfortunately, I, I kind of sit on the side of uh, uh, it's. A terrible situation, but it's one that is college basketball wide to where for basketball, your season was almost over. It is a shame that it has ended the way it did. But uh, to me, I think the NCAA is doing the, doing the right thing uh, with that. Uh, again, it's just a shame that guys weren't able to finish their, their season the way they wanted to. But at least Indiana's players ended their season with a victory. And then there's the disappointment. And it's... Uh, been very interesting, though, to see uh, how head coach Archie Miller has reacted to uh, the end of the season and kind of some of the local things that Archie Miller has been doing uh, around Bloomington with sending food to uh, uh, to some uh, first responders and being involved in the community. All of it's uh, great with, with that kind of thing. It's really nice to see the way the, the Indiana community, uh, the IU community, has come together uh, in a lot of different ways as well. Of course, the other big news about Indiana athletics has been uh, the announcement last week of Scott Dolson as the new director of athletics to replace Fred Glass. And uh, I've known Scott Dolson for a long time. Uh, I think that he's a uh, he's a guy that right away when uh, Fred decided that he was going to be stepping down, a lot of people turned towards Pat Kraft. A lot of people uh, turned towards other people. And I had a, a guy that, that contacted me. It's been around the programs uh, for a long time, who who just said, you know, don't don't sleep on Dolson, don't sleep on him. And I and I knew that certainly he was going to be a candidate. He was a candidate when they hired Fred some years back. There are people I know who were less than overwhelmed uh, by the the hiring of uh, Scott Dolson, the naming of Scott Dolson. Uh, I have to tell you. There are people who have been around Scott for a long time uh, who are thrilled that he's the guy. And it's not just because they're friends with him. Not He's an effective administrator. And that is uh, one thing that, that keeps coming up over and over and over again is that he's a guy who who knows the, the workings of IU. I know people. Uh, it, it, here's the, the interesting concept for me with this is you have names like Pat Kraft and Chris Reynolds and and you know some other people who aren't currently at IU. And I think some people think they're more attractive just because of the fact that they're not part of the program. Would people think Chris Reynolds is as attractive a, 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 a candidate for the job if he was already part of the athletic department? I don't know that he is. And, that, and, that, and basically because people are looking for change. Something you have to consider when it comes to uh, people from inside the department. Fred Glass is running the show, and anybody who has a job anywhere knows 
you might have an idea. You might have a direction you'd like to see things go. The leadership of the job might not agree with that. And so you say, if I was running the show, this is what I would do. Doesn't mean it's exactly the same as what is currently being done. And so a new guy is still a new guy. It's not just status quo. Everything keeps going the way it is. Scott Dolson thinks everything was perfect. You know, that that's not the case. It is a matter of somebody else taking the reins and can change the culture, even if they come from within uh, the administration. Uh, it remains to be seen how it plays out. I do think Scott has the experience, the know-how, the love of Indiana, and everything that goes along with the inner workings of that program. There's not going to be any, let's introduce Scott Dolson and see how he forges these relationships. I've never heard anybody say a bad word against Scott Dolson. I think that he's going to be a, a, a very effective athletic director. I think he's going to have some time to, to kind of put his own uh, imprint on uh, the athletic department. Uh, he's certainly going to be taking over at an interesting time, uh, you know, because of when he finally does move into the role. It's going to be in, in a little bit of period of transition because everything's going to be getting up and running. It's not going to be business as usual. Scott Dolson was a manager for the basketball team when he was in school. I know his passion for basketball. I know how much he, he uh, wants to see the program get back to where it once was. He has uh, good ideas. I've spoken to him you know, a lot. He knows the game. So people who are worried about basketball taking a step up and thinking that, well, Indiana is, is, is the administration just doesn't care that much. Yeah, it does. It, it does, and it cares a lot. And Scott Dolson also cares about football as well because everybody knows football is the moneymaker that drives an athletic department. This is a guy who has been around athletics in a number of different roles. He knows what it's like to be on the ground, and he brings a level of experience of some of that other stuff that Fred certainly didn't have when he came here, and that's not a knock on Fred. Fred just had different experiences. Scott Dolson has been around IU. He knows the culture. He knows mistakes that have been made that maybe he wasn't able to, to do anything about because he wasn't at a level to make change. He is now. And so that is something that people really need to understand about just hiring from within isn't a negative. It's a new voice, regardless of what the previous job was. You know, if, if Dolson had been gone for a year and then come back, would that make people happier? I don't know. I don't know. Bottom line to me is I feel like this is a good hire, that when Fred stepped down, there were a number of candidates that would have been good hires. Uh, I don't think Indiana could have really screwed this one up. And Scott Dolson, to me, is is going to be uh, a very good hire for this program and, and for this department. And that's he's seen the good and the bad over the years. He knows what it takes to he's seen how departments were run. The department was run when it was at a, a pinnacle. He's seen it when it struggled. And I think those experiences of knowing what to pick out of different uh, spots, I think, is a huge positive for this Indiana Athletic Department. Plus, he has a lot of uh, good relationships with people uh, in the department already. I wish him the best of luck. Uh, it's, uh, again, a very weird time. Everything's teleconference. We didn't have the big press conference with photos and all that because, you know, we just can't do that right now. 
And so the teleconference and everything like that, uh, Scott's an impressive guy. And give him a chance because I think that he could do some things uh, with this athletic department that are going to make people very happy. I'm looking forward to seeing how he does. Now, uh, lastly, you've had Indiana bring in uh, a new strength and conditioning coach. Tom Allen has been showing up on teleconferences just talking about things with his program. I'm sure uh, if you haven't seen them yet, be sure to go to pigs.com. Me and Matt Weaver and uh, broke down a lot of offseason issues with the football program, including what has been uh, lost with uh, the cancellation of spring practice and, and everything that has gone on in the spring. Uh, be sure to check out those videos. A lot more information than I'm going to bring you right here. And Matt is, uh, you know, the, a longtime IU football expert. Un, to me, unquestionably the best beat guy uh, that that is, uh, you know, covers IU football. Be sure to watch those videos because because Matt knows his stuff. And and be sure to check that out. Then you had Brian Snow and and Jeff Rabjohns and Matt uh, and Mike Pegram uh, breaking down basketball. All those videos that, that, that came out last week, they've been coming out this week. Check them out because they, that really gives you all the off-season information uh, that you need. I could try to summarize it, but you know what? I would prefer you listen to the, the experts. Uh, visit pigs.com for those videos and check that out. It's a... Again, as, as I said at the start, it's a really weird time. And so with this podcast, we're going to have to figure out uh, the best way to handle this going forward. I... Uh, Probably going to be some history stuff. Probably going to be uh, some uh, little wacky stuff. Some weeks where we're dark, where normally we wouldn't be. I try to go every single week. Uh, there's a lot of frustration and uncertainty and disappointment. Uh, certainly, you know, just the shock of it all, as it has kind of snowballed over the past several weeks, has been amazing. Look, a couple of weeks ago... When I last talked to you about uh, Indiana's loss over, uh, rather win over Minnesota, I was looking forward to going on a, a vacation with my family to Disney World uh, the next week. I wasn't going to be available the first week of the NCAA tournament. My wife had planned out the, the vacation well in advance. Uh, and she had made it very clear, I want this just to be a family thing. She'd been planning the trip for literally eight and a half years since my son Nick was nine, uh, was uh, six months old, is when she started saving money and planning for this trip to Disney World. Um, having to tell a nine-year-old and a five-year-old that their uh, much-hyped trip to Disney was canceled uh, was not easy. But I have spent uh, the past couple of weeks um, talking to them about how sometimes disappointments pop up and what the way that you respond to disappointment is far more impactful than the disappointment itself. And that's what I what I, I look at all of this. People are disappointed that there's no NCAA tournament. Lord knows I am. It's disappointing to see Indiana's basketball season come to an end the way that it did. But it's really about how how you move on from that disappointment. There are people that are very sick. There are people that are losing their jobs. There are people that are, are, are dying. Disappointment is pretty minor in the grand scheme of things. And certainly a, a canceled or postponed trip to Disney World that uh, we've already rescheduled for the fall is a minor thing. And I've been teaching that to my boys. And that's just the, the advice I have for everybody. Understand that the disappointment and the uncertainty is 
a blip in time. It's a blip in your life. Moving on from it, finding the good things, spending time outside, going for walks, getting a chance to take a breath from everything. Um, you got to try to find the best in, in a uh, bad or uncertain situation. That's the best advice I have right now. Uh, my things about, the, about uh, what I do here with the podcast, we'll figure that out going forward. But for right now, everybody stay safe. Do your best to, to be entertained as, as best you can. Go to pigs.com. We still have the lively community over there uh, uh, talking about all kinds of things right now. Uh, Matt and Jeff and Mike and me will all do our best to get creative and bring you all the coverage that you guys appreciate and will enjoy. Uh, it won't necessarily be easy, but then again, easy is not fun. So, uh, you know, again, this is, I promise that, that in the future, the podcast, maybe it'll be a little bit less rambling, but who knows, maybe think people haven't known, even noticed anything. Well, that's all the time we have for the Peaks podcast this week. I want to thank you for listening, and I want to remind you to visit Peaks.com for the very best in IU football and basketball coverage you're going to find anywhere. Nobody covers who's you recruiting better than Mike Pegram, Jeff Rabjohns, and Matt Weaver. So come be a part of the thriving and exciting community at Peaks.com. Folks, you are not going to be disappointed. Folks, we're out of time. But for now, and for Mike, Jeff, and Matt, I'm Ken Bykoff saying thanks for listening, everybody. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.